What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Omni Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 44, and in this episode, Michelle sits down for an interview with Mr. Roger Neal, who is the composer for 20th Century Studios' new movie, Darby and the Dead, a supernatural teen comedy about a high school student who moonlights as a spiritual messenger, which is uh, now streaming on Hulu in the United States and is going to be coming soon to Disney Plus in many other countries. So again, uh, Roger Neal, the composer for this, uh, sat down with Michelle. We got some really fascinating insights into the process, uh, the the problems, uh, the inspirations, and, and, and everything else that kind of goes into uh, composing a score for a film like this. So please uh, enjoy this, and uh, we'll be back to you uh, a little bit later. Uh, so you composed the music for 20th Century Studios' new film, Darby and the Dead. Uh, the movie is streaming now on Hulu, and it's coming soon to Disney Plus and other countries. And first of all, congratulations on a beautiful score. Thank you. Um, but before we talk about Darby, I was wondering if you could first tell us a little bit about your musical background and other projects you've worked on in the past. Okay, well, that's a lot because I've been around for a while. <laughs> uh, uh Let's see. Um, huh. <laughs> uh, I'm a working professionally. Gosh, about you know, whoa, 25 years or so, and I've done lots of lots of films, lots of television shows, and um, I'm kind of like I'm like a classically trained guy who has a real like pop and rock sensibility, and, and that's kind of has really served me well, served me well as a film composer. So that's kind of uh, my my professional profile. Um, as far as projects from the past, the ones that I'm kind of best known for are things like, like Mozart in the Jungle, this TV series for Amazon, and then before that, King of the Hill for Fox, and then films like 20th Century Women, and um, and many others. Just tons and tons of things. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, was this something that you always knew that you wanted to do? Scoring. Yeah. Um, it, it's the only skill set I have. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> like I've always been, you know, I've always been a musician. I started pretty early in my life, you know, like age eight or nine. And um, uh, I, was, I was just always like really like ravenously interested in all sorts of types of music. So everything from, you know, just like um, really aggressive rock and punk that I was into at the time to classical music, to jazz and musical theater and, and music from around the world. So I just like, I was always interested in, in like so many different sets of things. And finally I sort of realized, uh, when I was in my early twenties or so that, um, the one profession I could have where I could do all that stuff, uh, would be film scoring. And that's what kind of led me to it. And also I just love movies. I just love movies a lot. And so, um, uh, that, just really appeals to me and it still does. And it's one thing I just love about the profession is, is working with other professional people and filmmakers and become, and being part of a team that, that makes stuff. It's the perfect fit for both passions. <laughs> yeah, no, it really so is. Going, it's worked out. Uh, going back to Darby, um, the score has a very electric modern sound to it. How did you come up with that direction for the sound? It was a very long process, to be honest. Sometimes it isn't. Um, but this this one, there was a lot of expor- exploration required, which is usually the case. I mean, you just you, when you start a project like this, uh, or any project, 
you just start kind of like writing things, making some music based on your first impressions. And sometimes you nail it and sometimes you just keep exploring. So in, in the case of this movie, um, there was a concept for the score that was kind of um, orchestral and colorful and supernatural. And that was the score that I wrote when I began. Um, and everyone was like on board for this kind of, for this particular sound, sort of like very, uh, uh, like fun ghost story music, if you will. And, uh, then we, I wrote like about two thirds of the score and we decided, yay, I did a really good job, did exactly whatever we wanted, but it just wasn't exactly the, the right sound after all for this particular movie. And so we changed courses. Um, and the reason I've changed courses in the, in the sound of the score into something that was a bit more hybrid, a bit more sort of a um, hip hop and and just mix up of different sounds. Because the original orchestral sound that that you know, I executed, it just felt like a bit too sophisticated uh, and uh, and a bit maybe old fashioned for this uh, high school story. So um, so we decided to to like change directions with the score, which, um, which was hard, which is hard. It was, it was I required, uh, um, me to take a bunch of music, which was already written and reconceptualize it with different sounds. So much of the music in the movie that you hear now was originally scored for big orchestras. And then, um, we just like kept a lot of the bones of that music, but rearranged it for different sounds, non-orchestral sounds. Um, and that was a big process, but uh, but when it was all done, I think they ended up with a score that really fits the movie and is really fresh and unusual sounding. Well, yeah, and we do hear this distinct use of percussions in the score. But what other instruments and techniques did you use? Um, there's a lot of like weird drum machine stuff um, that was uh, like just totally tweaked. Um, and then uh, a bunch of guitars and electric guitars and basses, um, again, like tweaked, lots of it was like chopped up in interesting ways. Um, then some weird uh, organic instruments like um, dulcimers and other things that we that we bowed with with uh, violin bows and like the tremolo stuff on it and just kind of like tried to find like just like weird sounds that seemed to fit, fit their story. Um, so yeah, it was just it was it was an interesting exploration of just like trying to find sounds that felt right for for these characters. Yeah, were there any inspirations that you used to find that sound that you were looking for? Um, that's a good question. I don't think I, I don't know if I have an early answer for that. I just you know you just uh, <laughs> you just kind uh, of did your own thing. Yeah, you know, we just keep trying things, and then and 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 you, we send things. You know, like I'll write something, and I'll send it to the director, and I'll send it to the to the executives at the studio, and depending on their response, um, you know, we know that something's working or not. You know, you 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 you're on, when you're working on something like this, you're constantly writing new stuff and fresh things, and you're trying to like explore, and then you just like throw it throw it out there, and and if you get um, and hoping for some sort of like consensus of like, yeah, this, this feels right. Or this is not right. Um, there are a lot of cooks in this kitchen. There's a lot of people at the studio who weighed in, in addition to the music editor and the film editors, everybody was, have, was uh, weighing in on the, on the process. It was quite, um, 
quite arduous, like more than I was used to having like so many people um, giving me notes and uh, giving me suggestions. But, but ultimately it was, it was all helpful. It can be really um, disorienting. You know, when you have yeah. older people um, talking, giving giving their opinions on what works and what what doesn't, and it, that requires a, kind of a certain headspace to make that work. But ultimately, it was it was very useful, and, and the people who uh, who all chimed in had had good ideas that resulted in a good score. So, what was your favorite part of composing the music for the film, and what did you find the most challenging? <laughs> um. Well, there's lots of really fun. My favorite part thing is lots of fun um, scenes between the two main characters, um, Darby and her friend Capri. And Darby is kind of like a um, a therapist to ghosts. That's her role in life. And Capri in this movie was uh, her frenemy uh, in real life. And then then Capri meets an untimely and somewhat comic death and he becomes a ghost. So, um, and they still have this, like the Darby and Capri have this like still sort of frenemy relationship, which is fun to watch. And the scenes between those two characters um, are uh, kind of magical. And there's lots of like sort of fun, sort of supernatural stuff that happens. So that was really fun to score. Um, and just like trying to find like interesting colors to, to um, accent and accentuate the action between the, between them. That was fun. Um, the challenging part maybe would be this. You know, it, ultimately, this story, even though we have ghosts, it really is in some ways more about just um, high school pressures and high school relationships than it is about anything supernatural. So, um, so that was fun, but, I, but there was a number of key scenes and key storylines involving um, – uh, sort of emotional relationships between characters. And that, that in some ways, was the bigger challenge. Oh, yeah. Um, well, finally, I have one last question. Do you have any advice for aspiring composers? <sighs> yes, boy. <laughs> um, I do, a, I do a, lot of, a lot of talking with young composers. Just last night, I was doing a, a film master class, for example. Um, the um, there's so many things I could say, but I, I think um, if you're an aspiring film composer, just try to find the thing that you do well, and and try to make that work for you as your unique voice. Because what people want, uh, what film directors want, what film producers want in the, from their film composers is something unique and special. You don't have to be great at everything, and that's the good news. You don't have to be the next John Williams. You can just be the next yourself. Just try to find something that's special to yourself, and and that will that will be the path for success. That is great advice. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. I really appreciate your time. Best of luck and wishes to you, and I hope you oh, enjoy the rest you. of your day too. Thank you for talking with me. It's been a pleasure. All right, me too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 
All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you again to uh, Roger Neal, composer for Darby and the Dead. Uh, be sure to check that out on Hulu and then on Disney Plus. Uh, that's where it's going to be in your country when it uh, when it finally drops there. So uh, really good stuff. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you'll find all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more, such as the interview you just heard. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at MoreDisneyPlus. Be sure to stop by and visit our Facebook page as well. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, talk to you later. Bye-bye.